0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit BurningDogRadio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Hey, we're in the Gospel of Acts today, chapter 7, verse 51. It's a long chapter grab your Bibles. Let me give you a little background. Uh, So far in this very long chapter, we've had this new deacon by the name of Stephen who was given the opportunity to share the gospel in a very powerful way. Now, don't get me wrong. It's going to cost him. In fact, it was going to cost him his life. But he didn't seem to flinch. He was going to take this shot whether he uh, was going to come out unscathed or not. Now, for multiple verses Stephen has been presenting the gospel but in a very foundational way he was telling about the Jewish history and about how Abraham and Moses and other of the prophets they they all spoke of this coming Messiah and how the people of Israel had rebelled against Moses and and Abraham and his prophets wouldn't listen to them wouldn't heed their warnings and so those very men had spoke of this coming Messiah whom Stephen said would be is Jesus Christ and since they had rejected these prophets all the way back they were still rejecting them today they were rejecting this Jesus now so in other words they're just simply repeating history over and over again now so far uh, Stephen's been a pretty nice guy. Um, he's just kind of finding common ground. Uh, he's building a picture, kind of painting a picture here, broad strokes. But now today, verse 51, he's going to kind of reach out there and uh, slap these guys around a little bit. Picking up in verse 51, let's read it. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so you do. Which of the prophets didn't your fathers persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the Righteous One, whom you now have become betrayers and murderers. You received the law as it was ordained by angels, and you didn't keep it. Wow. After being presented these factual aspects of their history... None of which they would or could dispute. I mean, Stephen had done a great job. Stephen now, as I said, he's cutting to the chase. Man, he's coming out with both guns blazing and he lays down a a blanket of scathing rebuke. I mean, the gloves were off. Stephen rolls on with this painful truth. He tells them that they were merely repeating history in their rejection of Jesus Christ. A redeemer from bondage, a, a savior from sin. And they were rejecting him just like all the times before. They were too blinded by their empty rituals and misdirected loyalties to see what was going on, both that back then uh, with Moses and and Joseph and, and Abraham, and the same misdirection is going on now. They'd learned nothing from their own failed history, Stephen was saying. And they even now refuse to accept the true God who is manifested in the person of the Holy Spirit. Still outwardly religious, oh yes, and yet inwardly rebellious, they were determined to reject the salvation of God. Hmm, verse 54, now when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth. Yes, you know, even in the nice poetic King James, we get the message there, huh? These men did not repent, they didn't humble themselves in the light of the facts, no, no. They behaved as they always had. They planted their feet in defiant rejection of a sovereign God that would ultimately execute his plans just as Stephen had shown, and no matter what these guys wanted or did to try to stop him. Verse 55, but he, being full of the Holy Spirit, looked up steadfastly into heaven and he saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And, be, and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. So you see, Stephen, he was simply unmoved by their rejection. For God had filled him with his Holy Spirit. And even now in this difficult and adverse situation, he was still going to stand his ground. You know, despite what these men would now do, you cannot argue that God was still there and Whether we liked the outcome or not, God was still in control. Even the violent reaction of these men would have virtually no effect on what God was planning to do. Because throughout history, God has indeed allowed what some might see as, well, earthly travesty. Yet we also cannot deny his plans continue to move forward and that they have been unhindered by man's lack of cooperation. Stephen played out his hand and thus he was rewarded by a view of the Son of God in all of his glory. Verse 57 says, but they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed at him with one accord and they threw him out of the city and stoned him. And then catch this gang, see what it says next. The witnesses placed their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. So it's interesting, this scene of what overtly appeared to be an earthly disaster actually held a secret. Because standing quietly on the sidelines was an unassuming young man that would latch hold of the words of Stephen. He would latch hold of the words that Stephen had said and would embrace the battle against them. Eventually, however, he would rock the face of history even regurgitating the very words and principles that Stephen had spoken that day. Yet this young man, at least that day, he stood guarding the coach of these rebellious leaders as they stoned Stephen to death. It was all a scene that would have appeared to be a profound loss to the cause of Christ, yet, as it is throughout history, God was not to be deterred. Stephen and God himself would accomplish their mission that day. For Paul, the apostle, had now entered the game. And we know the rest of the story, that by the time he left the field many years later, the world would be turned upside down, as it says in Acts 17, 6. Verse 59 says, they stoned Stephen as they called, as he called out saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He kneeled down, verse 16, cried with a loud voice, Lord, don't hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. So Stephen, he departed this life with a mission accomplished. He had finished well. With the Lord on his lips, he went home to receive his graduation diploma, one eternal life, a crown of victory. Stephen had passed the baton now the baton of ministry onto an unwitting Paul. And it happened just as God had planned. These men thought they had killed the word of God, but had instead inadvertently unleashed upon the world the greatest evangelist in history. No, God was not to be stopped.